0: this is the we spin recipes
1: podcast
0: with andrew apinov hello and welcome to the we spin recipes podcast my name is andrew apinov and you're listening to the episode number 31 and today i've got a colleague of mine, in a way, as a guest on this show, he's a host of another music industry podcast, which many of you may know very well, it's called Music Beast Cast, and the name of the guest is Kelly Custer. We had a great conversation with Kelly, and he shared a number of tips on succeeding in the music industry from his own experience and from all those insights that he's collected from the guests of his own show, and uh, in this conversation you can uh, hear uh, an advice on time management, importance of just getting out there and getting stuff done, uh, the importance of uh, authenticity and uh, understanding that the music business is much bigger than just the music. I encourage you to listen to this uh, show in full, we kept it somewhat brief, and uh, if you have any questions, you can ask Kelly directly on Twitter or via the contact form of musicbeastcast.com. On a side note, this uh, uh, episode is brought to you by no one other than ourselves. We don't really have any sponsors. It's uh, Wisping Recipes podcast, so uh, it's a podcast by me and uh, our Educational platform uh, Wispin.co, and uh, the only uh, thing that I wanted to mention in this intro is that we finally launched or rather relaunched uh, the fan engagement faculty course it's absolutely free a uh, three weeks course eight lessons delivered straight to your inbox uh, you don't have to pay for anything it's uh, completely free and it's about uh, growing your social media following and engaging your uh, uh, your audience on social media it's at box.wispin.co uh and you can sign up like right away even even from mobile which would be pretty cool so uh here we go the conversation with kelly Casta. i hope you enjoyed
1: hi kelly hello andrew how are you doing i'm doing fantastic today i really am how's the weather on you and oh it's beautiful we got a beautiful day here in north carolina it's i don't know i think it's maybe 70 degrees already this morning it's yeah. beautiful
0: awesome and i just had to ask because it's uh like uh, somewhat the same over here and uh, and, like spring is taking over which is which i like i really like i'm not a big fan of of winters
1: anyway it's been a long one over here so we're not a big fan of them either (laughs) i can imagine
0: yeah so it's great to have you on the show and uh it's especially interesting since um usually you're the one who do the interviews with others and uh, yeah i'm really glad so do you mind doing a brief introduction to the listeners of uh, yourself and uh, sharing a bit on the projects you involved with and uh,
1: your podcast, of course? Sure, no problem at all. So the way we got to know each other, obviously, is through Music BizCast. And it's a podcast that we've had going on almost a year now. It's really been a time flying. And that podcast is all focused on helping artists get better at the business of music. And uh, it's been an exciting run. We have a lot of cool things going on and uh, happy to talk more about some of the new features we have coming with that. But it's just a beautiful thing. It's something I love to do. So that's one area that uh, we're busy in and some of the projects that I'm working on. I also have another business called Velocity Leadership where I do management consulting work. And it's primarily, and this is kind of how it marries to Music BizCast, it's primarily around you know how to help people get to the next level of their career or the business or company get to the next level through their people and we kind of have a big motto inside of that that we have to do that in a way that's not just good for the business but it's also good for obviously their clients but also their employees and we try to marry those three together and you know that's what i love doing is helping people get to the next stage of whatever they're in and also then from the music side going back to music then Is that, and I've got my fingers crossed here, uh, but uh, I'm really hoping to be able to release an EP later this year. And it's something we've been working on for a long time, but it seems to get the least amount of my time. Uh, So, uh, as much as I wish it could get the most amount of my time, it gets the least amount. So excited about that. And then I also have another program or another company that I work with uh, that I started uh, earlier this year, actually with my wife, called The Gospel Box, which is a really cool thing. And uh, really excited about taking that to the next level, but that's what we have going on right now, and I'm happy to delve into any and all of those at whatever level you'd like.
0: Yeah, so sounds like you're keeping yourself busy, lots of exciting projects. And so speaking about your your music project, I guess you've got quite a lot of interesting tips on marketing your upcoming MP from the interviews that you've been doing. so will you be applying a lot of uh, new things that you've learned from your guest specifically so besides the experience
1: and knowledge that you have? Yeah, that's a great question. I really hope so. <laughs> I guess I would say because I'm interviewing people that you know do this and are in this world every day and I certainly hope I listen to myself. I have a friend of mine is actually one of the guys that I co-write with and play with and he always is getting me kind of like, hey, you know, you need to listen to your own podcast because, uh, you know, one of the big themes that comes that's come out of our podcast, that is that people have to get off the couch, right? Like you have to get out in the world and actually do what you do. You can't just sit there and try to, you know, become great at your couch. <laughs> so I really hope I listen to the advice and I'm, I'm certain I will. As a matter of fact, we've I've already thought about it, you know, 20 probably plus different things that I want to do with that based on the interviews but the key is is that i hear a new, i have a new interview every week and every time i leave the interview i'm thinking of five other things that i need <laughs> to do you know so, yeah but I uh, mean, but it's yeah. but it's cool yeah
0: and uh, I, uh, yeah it's inspiring to get these kind of insights from people who've done it in different fields and this is what i really like about the fact that your one of your companies is not in the music industry necessarily because i yep. think it's really crucial for the success and the music to look outside of uh, the industry and this is what we have been talking on this podcast about a lot of the times it's just it's really good because when you get these ideas from uh, other markets businesses you can uh, come up with something that other people in the music industry haven't done so it's really good and i'm going to ask you more about your projects but you just touched upon the thing that i was actually going to talk about with you i'm really curious to hear about some other themes in the interviews in the episodes from your podcast lately that you've just seen that have been standing out because obviously you talk to different kinds of people from uh, feeling different roles in the industry but i'm just curious so what do maybe the trends in the music business based on your the conversations that you've recorded
1: yeah, I was happy to go into that. What's really interesting to me is that there are the trends that you hear about in, you know, if you're in the industry or you're reading about the industry or you're watching a thing, you know, it's all these trends and they're always talking about, you know, streaming and who gets paid for what and how the artist still, you know, doesn't get paid what they should. And there's kind of that whole trend in digital. And then, you know, of course, people now going back to vinyl, which I think is a really cool thing. But then there is this other trend. And I think this trend kind of section or topic area is more important to people who really want to be in the music business, frankly. And it is this whole this area of what do you really need to do? You know, what do you need to do when you wake up in the morning? And one of them I just mentioned, and it is by far the number one thing we've heard from all the people. And just so people know, we interview people who are, you know, artists themselves, or they might be record company producers or owners. They might be legal. They might be attorneys, a lot of songwriters and touring musicians. So it's a big mix. But this is the number one thing. And the number one thing I said is just mentioned is you have to get from the couch to the stage. If you're going to perform, you have to get out and perform at some level. And you know, for years, I mean, most of my life, actually, I was really a closet musician. I had no confidence. I was scared to death. I wrote most of my music because I didn't really think I was a talented musician. Frankly, I couldn't figure out how to play anybody else's stuff. So I just wrote my own. That's that's what I did. Uh, But I just did it in like in my bedroom. And then it was in my apartment. And then it was in my house. And um, a series of events took place where I finally, someone heard one of my songs that I'd recorded who was a friend of mine who was a musician who didn't even know I played guitar. That's how closed I was about it. And he happened to be at my house and there was a mixtape playing and I had this mix of this one song that I'd recorded on there. And he perked up and like, who is that? And next thing I know, I'm playing out with him just for one song. He just said, hey, come out and play that song. And It was an amazing experience. And that kind of helped get me off the couch. But that's the number one thing, like get out there and do it. You know, just you have to do it. And I Mm -hmm. think the second thing that comes along, though, is that you have to be authentic. You know, there's so when you start to, have even if you're playing out and you start to try to run into people who can help you in your mind, help you in the business, maybe they can book you or they can be your manager or they can get you a record deal or whatever they tell you they can do for you. You start trying to be taught how to fit into the mold, like who's the next whoever. And the reality is, is that authenticity is still king out there. You want people to hear you and know it's you, not that you sound like someone else. And I think, you know, if you put those two together, get off the couch and be you, like really be your music, I think you're going to get further down the road than you you already are. I really do. If you'll really embrace those. But then the third one that comes along for us, and this is where I think, and this is why I love doing this, because I do have a, a business that helps non-musicians in the non-music world about how do you approach your day and your world. And this is where musicians have a tendency to fall down, is that you have to treat your career like a business. And it's really difficult for creative types at many times to say, I have to have a spreadsheet. I have to be organized and have a calendar. I have to return phone calls. I have to call people I don't know and see if I can get into that club. I mean, to me, if you. This is where the true difference and from the people that we've interviewed, you know, they just kind of go through a maturing process to where they finally look in the mirror and say, I'm it. I have to be no one else can take care of my business for me, really. I have to take care of it myself. And when they get that kind of illuminating thought and start treating it like a business there's a whole different world that opens up for them. So to me, those are the three key things that I've learned is get out and do it, be yourself and treat it like a business and quit treating it like, as much as I hate to say this because I love musicians, playing your music is not enough if you want to be successful in the music business. You have to treat it like a business. And if you don't do that, you're going to top out at a place you don't want to top out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. I love these three and what about the thoughts point still? so do you have any tips to to those musicians who struggle with having this understanding about treating their projects as as brands and as businesses because I think you've seen this challenge of mm-hmm. uh, actually of uh, trying to help artists f- change their mindset and sometimes it's very natural artists just get it themselves maybe after a lot of uh, trial and error kind of thing but, Do you have any tips to those listeners who may not be very good at managing their time and treating their act as a business?
1: Yeah, you know, and this comes up in our show, and these are going to sound simple, but they're not easy. You know what I mean? They're easy to grasp onto, but to actually put it into practice is not really that easy. I think it's something, so the very first thing I would say is, the first thing, the tip that comes to mind is that you have to decide that you're going to do it because it's going to be hard. It's not going to feel natural to you probably. And it's going to be. So the first thing is you have to be clear that this is what I need to do and I'm going to do it. And those words, I'm going to do it are really important because just if sometimes musicians have had You know, some really natural God given abilities to be able to play an instrument. And I'm not suggesting they don't work hard at it because most people that you think are all natural practice a whole lot to get that way. Right. So I think it comes sometimes though, because of that natural ability, it's hard for them to go through the things that are not natural. And creatives are are like that, right? We don't like to do things that we're not decent at right at the start. I mean, that's just, you know, what it does for us. So the first thing is decide. But the second thing then is just, think about what it takes to be organized. And I think these are some really key things for them is that they have to get a handle on their time. And so we've had had people even talk about this where, you know, they actually set out times where they have to do certain things like they social media, as an example, you can just be on social media kind of all the time and still not really be executing a plan. And so, People will set times and say, I'm going to respond to direct messages, as an example, on Twitter, which we know direct messages on Twitter. There's a ton of just, in my view, spam out there and direct messaging. Right. But they're going to set a time to go through that and figure out what's not spam or who they want to connect with and actually try to build a relationship with their audience. So. They're going to do that by saying, I'm going to have a time where I'm going to do that. Maybe it's an hour every morning before I get started. I'm actually going to look at those direct messages and figure something out like that might be an example. Believe me, that's not the only thing I think you need to do. But that's a way to start saying, I'm going to do a specific task at a specific time and try to turn it into a habit you know, this goes back into my other world and there's all kinds of studies and there's probably different timings, but typically it takes 21 days to turn an activity into a habit. And so you have to commit and say, I'm going to do this for 21 days. And what you're going to end up finding out that it's either been valuable enough for you at that point, it's been ingrained in you and you just do it. Or you're going to say, it's not that it hasn't done what I thought it would do for me. And you're going to have to figure out something else. So Like, first thing, get a hold of your time and actually, I know people hate this, but actually have a calendar, whether they have to carry one around and write it down or if it's on their phone or whatever, and utilize that calendar and be really specific. And this is going to sound probably crazy, but you got to be stingy with your time and you have to have some time for you and your business, you know? And that's, so I would say organizing your time is a key thing. The other thing, though, is, You have to understand that the music business is bigger than music. And so that does require other things like you need to learn what it means to have, you know, whether it's publishing rights or writing on it or, you know, how do you actually license your music? Are you with a PRO? And, you know, just like you want to really dig into that and learn that because you cannot trust someone else to do it until you know enough about it. And that's the other thing is we always want to hand off to somebody And until you know how to do it, you do not want to hand it off. You want to learn the other aspects. I had Dion Roy, who's a performer, a great guy, and he's really a great songwriter, a great artist, been a solo. Now he's in a band. He loves the band thing. But one of the things he said is is that if you're going to be in that world, you need to understand even more about like mixing and more about like what does it mean to edit and how do you mic things and why? I mean, you want to really learn about your trade. And I think there's a certain curiosity you have to tap into and you can't rely on other people to fill that for you. You need to tap in to say, if I'm going to be in this world, I need to know as much about it as I possibly can. And then when you get that knowledge, what you're going to really understand is what you can pass off to someone else and even how far you want to pass it off to them. We've had very successful people on our show, I mean, who do nothing but music for a living and they make a great living at it. And they've told horror stories where they have signed things that they didn't read or didn't understand. You know, I had one guy on here, who, two years, everything he wrote, he didn't own after he signed something and the band broke up within months basically of signing that agreement. Mm, So, you know, you you think about that and you just go, wow, clearly, you know, I can tell you this, he never signed another document without knowing what it was, (laughs) I mean, you know, but you shouldn't have to go through two years of sacrificing your creativity and your career, so to speak, even though he learned a lot and still performed during that time. You shouldn't have to do that. And all it takes is to learn that lesson from just this one person. Yeah, and we've had exactly. several. And take yeah. it and do it, right? Learn.
0: Yeah, and this is what why we are doing what we're doing because exactly. uh, you can get a lot of insights from people who are not only successful, I think you can learn even more from the failures of others and especially of successful people. I mean, the things that you just mentioned are really great. I ri- like, really like this direction because um, even though it may seem is not directly related to music business but it is and uh, you just have to learn how to manage your time properly learn different aspects of the industry so these tips are great and something related just while we are on the topic i've been asked quite a lot lately for whatever reason about these um and by the way it's pretty funny so before we began the conversation we were talking about the different types of um, background noises that uh, can be recorded during the interviews. It feels so silly that I've got my cats making noises in the background <laughs> all the time. So it's just crazy. Why exactly on this conversation? But anyway, so I love uh, it. yeah, but I mean, he loves to be on the uh, in the spotlight on the show. Okay, so uh, th- my question was about the daytime job and doing music in the spare time and um, saving some money and uh, doing it full time, let's say. So do you have an an opinion on that global topic? So how soon an artist should quit a day job, let's say?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a really tough one, because, um, you know, I interviewed uh, one that really surprised me was a gentleman named Bill Toms, who I've known for a good while. And he is a fantastic songwriter performer. And I've known him only through his music. And I thought that's all he did. And he's been, you know, in the music world for 25 or 30 years. I mean, playing, gigging all the time, traveling. I don't know how many, I think he's got 12 or 14 CDs he's put out. I mean, he's excellent. And in the interview, I found out he has a day job and it totally blew my mind. I'm like, you know, this, he has a full-time day job and it happens to be one that has some flexibility to it. But I mean, it's a serious job. It's a full-time, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure it's, I don't have any knowledge of this, but I'm sure it's decent, it's a good paying job. You know, I mean, he's raised a family. He's got, I mean, it's a good job. So that totally surprised me. And then I have other people who are younger and that's all they do is play music. And, you know, they, you know, they're like college students a little bit, right? They're like, you know, eating whatever they can eat and looking for coupons. And so it's hard for me to say, is there a time or a place? What I do believe is that at some point you have to be true to yourself and whether that's it, it's not just you always have to be true to your music, I believe, for it to really stand out. I believe you have to have that whole belief that, it you know, it is what you're hearing in your head or feeling in your body and it's what it has to be. But true to yourself and you have to really just decide is where I am and the way I'm going, you know, the way I want to be on a daily basis And if that's your ability to be able to go make it and play music and live in a way that you want to be, then I think, you know, go for it. I think that's awesome. But if there's something lacking, I don't think you need to look that if you have to supplement your music career by working, we'll quote unquote, call it a day job. I don't think you should look at that as any form of failure or not being successful or any of that. I think you should look at that and say, this is who I am. This is who I'm being. And my performing is part of that. And I think by not having that self judgment about that, it will free you up and to where it'll probably give your music more opportunity to be the driving, you know, soul breadwinner, you know, you will say for you. Yeah. But I don't think there's a time or a place. I think it's more about how secure and how good you feel about who you are and who you're being on a daily basis. And I think there's a little bit of a negative connotation that says, if I have a day job, I'm really not a musician. And I just don't believe that's the case. And I have evidence of it from people on our show who are clearly great musicians who still have day jobs. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if that helped you or hurt you with that answer. <laughs>
0: uh, I like what you said. And I uh, absolutely believe myself that uh, I want doesn't have to do only music to be successful especially since if you depend on your music all the time i've seen how it brings up so much stress that artists some artists can't even properly produce or write songs because of all the pressure that they have uh, and um it's actually like i think that yeah some limitations can actually do more good for you sometimes because uh Going back to the topic of time management, if you have less hours throughout the day that you can spend on music, I bet that you will spend them on something that truly matters. So maybe it's, I don't think it's it's a bad thing uh, at all, but we haven't ever talked about this on the podcast with anyone. So I was really curious to hear your thoughts on that. So thank you for the insight here. And so can we get back to when we Talked about your projects, and I would yeah. actually like to hear a bit about the plans that you have for the nearest future for this year.
1: Yeah, great. I'd love to. Music Bizcast as I said we're approaching our year of doing Music Bizcast, and it was designed, as said, to help artists get better at the business of music through the stories and experiences of people who have done it and continue to do it in the music business, and from a variety of different aspects in the business. And we know that people, because of the feedback we get, we know that people get a lot out of, you know, those stories. And we always end with, you know, what are three things people should be doing right now from the guest perspective to really move their career forward? We know those are valuable, but we also know that it's not a deep dive. And just because you hear a story of someone, you may get something out of it, but it's not your path. Like whatever their path was is not your path. And so how do you apply what their path, the principles and fundamentals, uh, learnings really of their path to your path? And what do you do with that? So one of the things we are going to be doing later this year is we're going to be having more of a subscription based side to our business. And we're going to call it backstage, it looks like. And we're going to take these really people who are. I hate to call them experts. I believe they're experts. They probably wouldn't feel like that. They feel like they're just doing what they do. But we're going to take some of the guests we've had already and then some of our future guests, and we're going to do a deeper dive on specific topics where you're going to be able to really get step-by-step, almost what I would call one-on-one, real coaching about how to take the lessons of their career and their paths and what they've learned and apply it to yours. And so it'll be on a topic basis. It might be one, we might have three or four you know really episodes we'll call them but they're really deeper dives on songwriting might be an example it might be on how on licensing your music you know how do you license your music and make sure that you get paid what you should get paid for it it might be on how you co- like how do you set up any kind of a co-writing or co-publishing deal that might be part of it as well how do you get yourself in front of people how do you how do you get to a gig and have them want you to come back you know and how do you build your following so all of those aspects of the business we're going to go a deeper dive and i think i'm really excited about this because again we're going to be transferring knowledge of people who have gone through it and have done it and put it out in a way that people can apply it to their situation. so that to me is one of the most exciting things about music bizcast you know i think we've got a strong lineup coming up we keep getting deeper and deeper into the music world by doing this now for almost a year and i think we have some exciting guests coming on as well so that's that's our next step and yeah, I'm really excited about it, really excited about it.
0: I like the direction, obviously, since I think we need more education for musicians and there is like never enough. And uh, yeah, so definitely something that I'm looking forward to and seeing how you structure it and so on. So definitely interesting and something to keep an eye on. And uh, well, maybe at some point you, and, uh, we may be wrapping it up soon because of the reasons we yeah discussed earlier about sure. just trying to keep it Somewhat short Even for it Believe me it's, I'm
1: with you yeah. man <laughs> I mean
0: I always feel like I have to Make excuses for. I understand That I as a host Don't have to But like We're not on a radio show We potentially could record A three hour conversation But no one would listen To it Because it's right. Just way too long Right So do you mind mentioning some of the URLs links, especially for those who uh, listen to us on the go and can't uh, access the show notes?
1: So uh, where can we uh, find you and where people can subscribe to the podcast? Sure, absolutely. So uh, go to musicbizcast.com and that's musicbiz, b i z. Or Z, I think they might say, B-I-Z, uh, Cast, C-A-S-T dot com. So MusicBizCast.com is the website. All of our shows are on there. Of course, our show notes and links. But also we're on Twitter. It, it's MusicBizCast for Twitter. Facebook, MusicBizCast as well. And, you know, our shows are out there on Stitcher, iTunes, I think SoundCloud as well. You know, I, I should say I know for sure, but my partner, uh, business yeah, partner, Scott, is on the hand. It's all that. But, yeah. So but feel free to go out there and check us out. And uh, it's a labor of love for us, but uh, we make it as entertaining as we can. We'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And I'm, of course, linking to everything on the webpage for this episode. And uh, I just want to thank you a lot for everything that you shared. We'll be keeping an eye here at uh, Dot Music and Spin and uh, what's next for you. And uh, I'm just, yeah, really excited about all the updates. Thank you a lot for this conversation.
1: Oh, Andrew, thanks for having us. We really enjoyed, love what you're doing. So thank you so much.
0: And this is it. It was an interview with Kelly Custer, the host of Music Biz Cast. And uh, if you missed the URL, you can find it in the show notes. I recommend you to subscribe to this podcast. There is never too many tips and advices on music marketing and, and business. And uh, it's, a, it's a really great podcast. And uh, yeah so I hope you liked it you can find us on Twitter ask questions and uh, stay in touch I I really like hearing from you so in the past week I've received uh, a couple uh, new like emails from 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 listeners um, uh, uh, sharing their thoughts about the podcast and it was fantastic so usually uh, you don't get a ton of feedback on on a podcast uh, so uh, if you if you enjoy uh, uh please leave a comment on soundcloud or if you're listening to itunes maybe even consider uh leaving a review or just just hit me up like send me an email or uh send a tweet or like whatever so thank you so much for uh, being with us and see you next week You have been listening to the We Spin Recipes podcast. Learn how we can help you improve your music career at wespin12.com. We Spin 12.